everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. When this Jewish businessman set out to chart his life, I'll bet he never imagined he would segue into filmmaking and on an issue that has cost our nation over 60 million lives and counting. I will also venture to say he never thought he would end up in church where Jesus was preached, the Holy Spirit was present, and his life forever changed because of it. No longer content to do, quote, business as usual, my next guest would soon author Jesus Take the Wheel, a book outlining seven keys to a truly transformed life, and whose book title would be given by God to him long before singing sensation Carrie Underwood would make it a top-selling song in the years that followed. And yet there is more. Is it possible to have a life so transformed that that life must now help transform the lives of others? Help them to heal, be restored, and set free as he was. What about the life of the unborn? In his latest endeavor as executive producer and director of the soon-to-be-released Voiceless the Movie, Stuart Migdon makes the case for life and in a way that encourages its protesters, unbelievers, and naysayers alike with new insights, new hope, and yes, new life. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a joy indeed, its film's producer, Stuart McDonough. Stuart, welcome to Testimony. Well, thanks for having me, Jensine. I'm looking forward to our conversation. It's an honor to have you, Stuart. We first met at an event where Passion for Truth Courage and biblical principles were the underlying themes of the day. Pastors getting from behind their pulpits to help change the political narrative of our nation. In your case, your film Voiceless, in concert with Artifacts Entertainment, distributors of the blockbuster Passion of the Christ, Kirk Cameron's Monumental, and other films, Voiceless seems to do no less. Can you explain? Well, you know, Voiceless is a movie that's written to the church to motivate the church to engage the culture against the sin of abortion. And and so that's a unique approach that we've taken. There have been some great pro-life movies made in in recent years. About ten years ago, uh, there was a pro-life movie called Bella, and it was a great movie, uh, but it was primarily about adoption. Juno was made around the same time, and that was primarily about adoption as well. And then October Baby came out about four or so years ago, and that was primarily about forgiveness, a really good pro-life movie, but about forgiveness. But Voiceless is very unique in that it looks to engage the church, Christians, to motivate them to engage the culture against the sin of abortion. Well, in viewing the movie, I noticed in your credits at the end a past testimony guest named Carol Everett, whose own story has been detailed in her riveting and gut-wrenching book, Blood Money. She is a Christian. She is an abortion clinic owner. She is trying to justify the abortion 
of her unborn child unsuccessfully, then one day, Stuart, a pastor, shows up at her door. She crumbles and realizes what she is doing. Question, how will your movie Voiceless help pastors and those in the pro-life movement affect real change? And I'm talking about open and unashamed dialogue within the churches, which does not seem to be happening today. Yeah, so there's a couple of, there are a couple of ways that that can happen. Uh, first, it's, it's difficult at times for a pastor to stand in the pulpit and give a pro-life message. They have difficulties facing the issues head-on, and voiceless very well does that for the pastor. Uh, but more importantly, when people go to see Voiceless, when they go to the theaters and see it, when Christians see this movie, they're not going to leave there uh, with goosebumps of joy. They're not going to leave there saying, wow, this is amazing. Uh, they're going to leave this movie feeling a little bit disturbed. Uh, they're going to uh, feel like they need to do something. Uh, and so what they're going to want to do is get involved in the pro-life mission. They're going to want to do something in the pro-life space. And so pastors now, if they stand up in their pulpit and say, I'm going to start a pro-life ministry and I want you folks to be involved, they'd have very few people raising their hands saying they want to be part of that. After these people go to see Voiceless, they will, uh, without a doubt, uh, run to a ministry like a pro-life ministry at a church and want to do something in this cause. Wow. Now talk a little bit about the film itself. You are actually in the movie. You play a part. I think you are a counselor in the movie, which in real life you also do as well for your own church. Talk about that a little. You know, I wanted to uh, to play a role in this movie, and, and so, uh, you know, we've got some really good acting uh, in the movie, and I knew that the role that I would play would be a small role, but I do a lot of counseling. You're absolutely right. Uh, in in my role as an elder at my church. And so uh, there is a psychiatrist in this movie who uh, really needs to uh, check out the lead character, especially as it relates to his potential for having PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, having recently been discharged from uh, the United States Army serving over in Afghanistan. Right. So in this movie, and I watched it, and it's fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to executive producer Stuart Migdon of the soon-to-be-released movie Voiceless, a must-watch. Stuart, in the movie, I see a lot of different dynamics, a lot of different people, a lot of different ethnicities. But what struck me most about watching the movie was that it wasn't until a death occurred that the attention was given to the issue of abortion. Would you talk about that? Yes, so something tragic happens in, in the life of our lead actor for him to really say, I'm going to risk it all, I'm going to put it all online, and I'm going to stand up against this abortion clinic. Uh, and so oftentimes in our lives, we all need that one push, that one thing to happen. And, and you know what? Um, death is occurring every day over this tragedy of abortion, and so we want to bring that to life in this movie and show people that that's what's happening. And we should all be motivated, like our lead actor did, to put a stake in the ground and say, I'm going to stand up for what's right before the Lord. Amen and amen. And the scene in the movie takes place in the church with church leaders, 
arguing that, no, this is a political process, this is a legal issue, we're a church, we're a 501c3, we don't want to get involved, we don't want the trouble. But why is that a wrong attitude? The church has, um, rather than being a light on the mountain, they've been like a light under the table. And, and, and the reason for that is that we feel like we should not engage the culture. And that's so different than what the, the scriptures teach us. See, engaging the culture means being involved in every aspect of the culture, being involved in politics, certainly, uh, and also being involved with the issues. We, instead of letting the culture uh, affect us as Christians, which is what most Christians do now, we should be affecting the culture and be the salt and light. Amen and amen. So now, toward the end of the movie, and we do have a few more minutes, there is a surprise that we don't find out until much later. And it's a surprise that most women maybe never share their whole entire life because of shame. One of the characters in the movie has had an abortion, but has never really talked about it until that one day in church she confesses, I too have had an abortion. So for our listeners out there, I want you to speak to the issue of this scripture, Stuart. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So does that not include those who have aborted their own children or are considering doing so? Your thoughts? Absolutely. You know, look, uh, every time I speak at a church about the topic of pro-life, I start my message off by letting uh, the audience know that if they've been involved in an abortion in the past, whether they be a woman or a man, in any way, shape, or form, that they should stay tuned, they're going to be encouraged. You see, uh, at the end of the day, God forgives that sin as well, as long as you take that sin to Him and repent of it, in other words, turn from it, ask for forgiveness. And here's the greatest story for any of your listeners who have been through this. You are the best soldiers on the front lines of this battle. Every time that I go to an abortion clinic, it's the woman who has had the abortion before that's able to finally convince the woman going in for an abortion not to do it. And in any way in the pro-life space, in any of the ministries, whether they be baby shower ministries uh, or, or, or the like, post board of counseling, Women who have had abortions who have been forgiven by Christ are the best soldiers. God uses them powerfully. Amen and amen. Last question, Stuart, in our remaining time. Why do you have such a passion for this issue? When I came to know the Lord, um, I, at that time, uh, previous to that, probably would have categorized myself as pro-choice. I was 18 years old, and my high school girlfriend got pregnant, and we got married, and so I was a dad at 18. Uh, and 15 years later, I came to know the Lord, but uh, I still would have categorized myself as pro-choice. But when I came to know the Lord, it suddenly changed my perspective dramatically. And then through reading the Scriptures and knowing that God is the creator of life, I've become more and more passionate about this. And so as a result... I want uh, other Christians to be passionate about this as well. And most importantly, passion with action. That's the key. So I want Christians to do something about the passion to stand up for life, and then we can change the culture for life. Amen and amen. You know, testimony is based on Revelation twelve eleven that we overcome 
by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But do you know what, Stuart? God also gave me this along with that, and that is that purpose with passion is powerful. And if you make Jesus your passion, you will find your purpose. But this issue of abortion is not just for the believer. It's for those that have never known the saving grace and the loving grace of Jesus Christ. And this is what I think your film, Voiceless, will do. It doesn't condemn, but it gives every viewer from every walk of life a chance to reconsider what they are doing with that life in the womb that God has created. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to businessman, author, actor, biblical counselor, and executive producer Stuart Migdon of his soon-to-be-released Voiceless, the movie, a poignant, moving, and compassionate look at what can happen when ordinary, imperfect people make a stand for life, no matter the consequence. You can learn more about Stuart and how to support this faith-based film by visiting VoicelessTheMovie.com. Stuart, it has been an absolute honor speaking with you today in your quest to truly make a difference in the lives of others, those torn with guilt and those yet to be born. If God is not willing that any should perish, why should we? Your movie, Voiceless, gives voice, gives hope, gives resources, and gives courage to the undecided, those in regret, and those in hope that unborn lives really do matter. We thank you, and God bless you. Thank you very much, Tensi, and God bless you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.